Hello, everybody. Welcome to a special Sunday edition of Sci-Fi Watcher, episode number 256. Glad you could join us as we look at a spoiler-free uh, review of Alita Battle Angel. Corey Shred over here. Mr. Brian Lee is joining me, who went to see the film. Brian, what's going on? Corey, good to be here. Coming off of a cold, so I may sound a little strange. <laughs> yeah, all right. <laughs> well, it's that time of year, so what do you expect? So did you just see this today? Is this like fresh in your mind? Oh, I, I saw it yesterday. Yesterday, okay. So it's still relatively fresh. A little all right, fresh. All right, let's just get into it right here. Let's talk about the movie Alita Battle Angel. Came out February 14th, 2019. Written by James Cameron and Leto Calagridis. Directed by Robert Rodriguez, starring Rosa Salazar, Christoph Waltz, Jennifer Connelly, Mahershala Ali, and a bunch of other people running a little over two hours at 122 minutes. All right, so I this is one of those films like I keep people keep talking about this. And I saw the trailer a couple times. I had to go so watch it again. I'm like, oh, that's this film. I don't know if it's because the trailer wasn't rememberable to me or if it's just when I watch TV, I shut down on commercials completely. All you got to say is big eyes. Yeah, big eyes. I mean, this is um, based on a manga called uh, uh, Gunnam. Is it called that? G yeah, G no, no, no. It's uh, Battle Angel Alita. It's based on something called Gunnam, which I guess is the name over there. I'm, I'm looking at Wikipedia. Uh, but yeah, it's, ba it's Battle Angel Alita. Uh, it ran for five years, nine volumes, and uh, you didn't see this. You didn't read this at all, or see the anything on it. No, I, I wish I did. I didn't do a lot of like research or anything like that. I I did know first there was a manga, then there was an anime, um, and now you know James Cameron bought the rights way back when. Um, he was originally going to do it on his own. Uh -huh. Um, it was going to be after he did Dark Angel which Dark Angel is kind of loosely based off of or influenced by Battle Angel Alita. So has a deep roots for him. So, yeah. So, yeah, he, yeah, I mean, he's been loving this thing for 19 years now, I guess, since Dark Angel started in, in the 2000. Mm -hmm. uh, big, big name cast. I mean, Christoph Waltz to me is just one of those multi-talented, amazing actors. Yeah, and then uh, watching the movie, I didn't. I was surprised to see Jennifer Connelly because I don't remember seeing her at all in the trailer. I I watched the trailer again. I don't know if she's in it or or what. I was like, where's Jennifer Connelly? Yeah, does she have she, a big part plays, in this? She plays a vital role in this. Um, yeah, I'm not going to say what, um, but she is in there. Um, she played well in this world. You know, there was basically a, cla a catastrophic war known as the Fall left the earth devastated. Uh -huh. um, and there's kind of a class system. It's kind of like Elysium in a way uh -huh. where you had the people on the ground. And then there is like this little, the city above where uh, I guess rich or affluent people live. And you can't, if you're born in the bottom, you can't go to the top unless you, you get there through uh, this thing that is like a cyberball type event. Right. You, you work your way up to get up to there, or you can pay your way up to there. Which is things we've seen in many, many films before. Yeah. I don't know if it was, it's not, it's not an original idea, that no. thing, but it's, a, it's also another, uh, Pinocchio kind of story, Android story, you know, uh, -huh. uh Christoph Waltz's character finds Alita, um, puts her back together. Now, what is Alita? I mean, a big-eyed girl. I don't. I mean, half robot. She's what a is cyborg. She? She's okay. a human human brain and a, a you know 
metal construct. Mm -hmm. So she is human since she has a human brain. Everything else is artificial. Okay. But she doesn't know where she came from. Um, You know, she was found in the garbage heap basically Mm -hmm. and put back together. I'm assuming throughout this movie, we, we, she finds out more about her past. Right. Okay. I mean, I don't want to know what it is, but it's okay. It's good to, I just want to know if that's what it is. Yeah. Little by little. Right. Um, yeah. So she basically lives in the slums and, uh, the person that puts her back together, Christoph Waltz character, his name is Ido. Uh, he's kind of like the, the neighborhood doctor that fixes people for free or, you know, pay me when you can pay me kind of thing, you know? Mm -hmm. And, uh, like I said, there is this thing that goes around. It's like a it's like a cyberball type of game um, that everybody. It's like our, it's like our football now, you know. Right. Um, and she gets excited and she wants to be a part of that. She meets a a guy who uh, I guess quote unquote could be her boyfriend, and you know, love blossoms. <laughs> of course. Um. But yeah, I don't want to go too deep into it, but it, I will speak that, you know, whenever you see these kind of movies, it's very, it's all CG pretty mm-hmm. much. Mm-hmm. And you've got the uncanny Valley that you've probably seen in the trailer and she's artificial. Um, she's got the big eyes and all that. I thought that would be jarring when I saw the trailer, but watching this, it's done so well. James Cameron's, you know, definitely has his hand in this. And it looks so photorealistic, looks so good. Um, story is pretty good. I was I was intrigued the whole time. Do you think two hours is too long for this? No, I don't think so. Okay. It, it went it, it flowed pretty well. Mm-hmm. Now, from the trailer, I'm obviously not spoiling things. Apparently, there's a group of bad people that want to stop her for some reason. Um, yeah, they want to stop her because she's uh, you know competition. Right. Uh, competition for this uh, this sports ball type thing, and mm-hmm. I think they call it motorball. Yeah, it's motorball, which is <laughs> kind of a bad <laughs> name, I think. Uh, it's probably from the source material, so you can't blame them too much. Right. Um. Yeah. They don't. Uh, sh- they. She's kind of an unknown thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, the corporation that runs motorball doesn't want. Uh, an element they can't control, you know? Right. Um, yeah, there's, there's a whole cast of characters to this. Um, there's also like bounty hunters in this. That's kind of cool. Hmm. Uh, bounty hunters. They're called hunter warriors is what they're called here. And basically they are, they have like hits put out against people and then they have to go in and, uh, uh, collect on that. You know, somebody murders someone, they go, they're out there to either kill or capture those people. So, so it's not just good versus evil. It's good versus evil with a little bit of a mix of hunt bounty hunters included. Yeah. There's these, uh, you know, they're called chaotic good. They're, they're good, but they also do bad things. You know? Right. They're just in it for the money, basically. Right. Soldiers of fortune, <laughs> stuff like that. Now, I mean, the, the fight scenes look pretty good from the trailer. I mean, were there a lot of fight scenes like that? Or is there better fight scenes? What's what's going on in the movie? Oh, there are, there are a ton of fight scenes. Um, they're all choreographed well. 
Um, some of the the fight scenes are in the motorball area. Some of the fight scenes are out like in bars and stuff. Um, but like I said, very tastefully done. Um, the three uh, the three D elements were done really well. You know, right. So, were there any? I mean, when I think of three D. Was there any of those coming at the camera moments that were in there just for the people to just go, whoa, with their glasses There on? are some, yeah, there are some of those. I didn't watch it in 3D, but uh, I think I would have liked those scenes because they also played an integral part of, like, weapons and stuff. Some of the weapons retract, and, and mm. that was part of it, so. Um, but there was a lot of other uh, enhanced people in here. So a lot of those bounty hunters are enhanced. Right. And they're fighting her. She's also enhanced, but we don't know her where she came from or how she come up, came with these powers and, you know. Yeah, I, I like it. I mean, it doesn't look like she, I mean, from what I've seen in the trailers, it's, I mean, you can see that she's got robotic parts or whatever like that, but it's not like overly done. Like I'm thinking like ex, ex machina or something like that. It looks, she looks more human than, than machine from what I see in the trailer. Is it like that in the movie? Mm, really, the only like human elements are from the top up, like mm-hmm. from their neck up. Okay. So it's really, they're just their heads. Mm-hmm. Their whole, all the bodies are just uh, metal. So. All right. So, I mean, we can babble on for like hours about, you know, stuff without <laughs> spoil, because we don't want to spoil this. Um, was the ending satisfactory to you? I can't really talk about the ending. Were you, were, I'm not asking you that. Were you satisfied with the way it ended? Yes or no? Was it maybe. okay? Maybe. It's, it's, I'm going to say maybe. Does this set it up for sequels? Maybe. Or do you want to know? I'm just asking, if it is possible to do sequels, would you like to see sequels or more in this universe, I should say? Oh, I'm ready to do see. I'm ready to see sequels because yeah, th- this uh, series goes on for a lot longer than we saw on screen. Mm-hmm. Um, I I haven't read the anime, but what I've read online, it says it follows the story pretty close. There mm-hmm. are some elements that were in the manga that are too risque for um, American audiences. Are you talking like sexually risque? That. And also the relationship between uh, Christopher Waltz character and Alita is different. Oh, so. okay. So yeah, I can see why they would probably pull that out. But yeah, I want to see more. Um, if if it makes its money back, and you know, I would. I'm ready to see a sequel. Yeah. Um, well, I'm looking at quickly at Wikipedia right now. I mean, as of today, the budget's 170 million and worldwide it's made 130 million. So hopefully at least break even. Oh, I think it'll break even. It'll break more than that because this is only its first weekend. So. Right. We and we we don't have the figures for the weekend yet, obviously, since we're not through it yet. And it's a it's a it's a three day weekend too, which could help push the numbers a little bit. Some people are off for President's Day here and you never know. You're on mute right now. For me, definitely, I'm going to see it again. I want to see it in 3D to kind of compare. Yeah, they say it's in, it's available in real 3D uh, and IMAX 3D, too. Yeah, there's a fourth one called Dolby 3D that I'm going to go watch it in. Okay. So that's the one where the chairs rumble 
and uh, you know the screen is supposed to be more uh, more contrasty and it's supposed uh-huh. to look pretty nice. So yeah, um, you're gonna have to let us know how how you think of that version compared to this version, just visually, obviously. Uh, you said the special effects looked really good. Really good, yeah. Nicely done. Like I said, all the fight scenes flowed very well. Um, sound was on point. So mm-hmm. highly recommend the film. I, I Like I said, I'm going to watch it again. Well, right now on Rotten Tomatoes, it's showing uh, 59%, but the audience, of course, loves it at 93%. Yeah. I mean, you know, from everything I've seen online, nobody has said this film is crap. Yeah, what was that movie that came out this summer um, that got poo-pooed by the the critics? It was a Sony property. Um, the Black Goo, like Spider-Man. Oh, Venom. Venom. See, Venom was like very badly reviewed, but it's made a billion, I think. Uh, something like that. But, but here's the thing, though. And you know, and I know, growing up watching... Like uh, the TV shows, like uh, Siskel and Ebert, or all those TV shows that they rate stuff, they'd rate these films really low. And you're like, these are great films. You know, it's not going to win awards. It's out there for fun. I like this film. Yeah, Venom has made 855 million worldwide. That's hard to believe with all the it, all the poo pooing they said about it. Yeah, Rotten Tomatoes. I can't see what Rotten Tomatoes gave it, but oh, Rotten Tomatoes has it at 29. percent Exactly. So I don't go by that all the time. No, no, I don't either. I go by what people say on the interwebs. You know, it's, I want to know what Joe Schmo knows about it. I don't care about the guy who watches all these Oscar winning performance movies. This isn't for Oscars. This is for fun. Yeah. And all the friends that I've seen on Facebook that have seen it have all been rating it high. So good. All right. So let's do the quick overview Uh, without being spoilery. Of course, any favorite scenes in this movie that really stuck out to you? Hmm. Uh, I don't really know how to say this. I mean, like I said, all the fight scenes were good. Mm-hmm. All the um, scenes where you get to see Alita in action. Um, I mean, any of the action scenes are, are on point. Um, some of the story scenes were slow a little bit when it's just dialogue and stuff. Um, uh, great performances by all the cast. Uh, Jennifer Connelly's in this. You you don't see her in the trailer, but she plays a key role. Mm-hmm. Um, Christoph Waltz was surprisingly well. I've never he's kind of like a Geppetto in this story, right? You know, uh, he comes off as a uh, a good father figure. Um, there's a guy named uh, the the character who's played by Ed Skirin, who's like a bounty hunter. He plays the, this cocky, uh, pretty boy bounty hunter. He just has a pretty face, and her his exoskeleton is huge, and he has a sword. Uh, he plays a good role. the The boyfriend character was just kind of okay, you know. Right. Um. But yeah. Any any scenes that were like, ugh, like stomach churners? Like, why is this here? This is a waste. I can't really think of one right now. No. Okay. That's why I said. I mean, I'm, I enjoyed every minute of it that I saw. Uh, what about sci-fi elements? Any any good ones? Bad ones? Uh, the good sci-fi elements is all the the machinery and stuff. Um, 
like her body structure and like there's some tech that's that's added to her that's really cool right um some of the weapons were really cool um there is one guy who has like a claw that retracts and uh each finger is like a blade mm-hmm. that extends out kind of like a dr octopus or something like that mm-hmm. i mean that was in the trailers that i saw yeah yeah um there's some ghost in the shell type elements too mm-hmm. that were really cool uh kind of like a master puppet type of thing that's all i'm gonna say <laughs> okay 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 good to know and what are your thoughts uh what's your rating on this this bad boy it's it's a nine out of ten for me okay so James Cameron hits it out of the park again with Robert Rodriguez. Yeah. It kind of scary though. I mean, cause if you look at, look at who's doing this film, look who's starring in this film, you know, you, you can't rely on the names, but thank goodness the names did help make this film what it is. I agree. I think if it was strictly Robert Rodriguez, I don't think it would have had the clout or the look that this film had. I've seen his films that are just him mm-hmm. and he's a good guy. He's a visionary director. Um, but when you add him plus James Cameron, it's really match made in heaven. Oh yeah. Let's hope we get more from both of them together. That would be amazing. Oh yeah. I think there'll be more. We'll probably have to wait a little bit because avatar probably is going to take a front seat, but well, right now we got Terminator six, then avatar. And I don't know what, what uh, maybe Rod- a possible alien. Yeah. He might be helping work on that. Too. <laughs> Basically James Cameron's working on his own franchises right now. It just seems like we've woken a sleeping giant too, because he was coming quiet for a while. Yeah, he really was. It was like, I'm still working on Avatar. I'm still working on Avatar. I'm still working on Avatar. Hey, guess what? Terminator 6 is coming out now. Oh, we're going to do this film. And okay, we're going to, maybe we're going to bring aliens back. Like, oh my God, James Cameron, welcome back. Yeah. Well, he's done with his ocean stuff, you know? Yeah, that that stuff was good. I'm going off tangent here. I've watched the, his IMAX stuff of the stuff and I loved it. Yeah. So I'm not going to say poo-poo that, but now nah, I want more science fiction from James Cameron. Definitely. All right, let's get to some of the feedback I got. I posted out in the interwebs on Facebook today and uh, pretty much positive stuff here. Uh, Richard Daly said he loved it. Paul Bouncy said, brilliant, well-made. The fight scenes were awesome. Christopher Robin uh, Council said, solid film. Found myself celebrating moments out loud enough to be found annoying if other moviegoers weren't doing the same. Joel Espinoza said it was an 8.5 out of 10 overall, but of course a 10 over 10 for the CGI and the action. Uh, Geraldo A. Fernandez says it could be better. Like why is she a super fighter after 300 years? If they said the example that she's 300 years, her brain was training and learning to fight new skills. Da, 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 he wants to know why, <laughs> what should we all do? He, that's really big spoilery right there. Yeah, well, so. I mean, obviously that's, I'm not going to read the rest of it, but that's, you know, he wants to know what's going on there. And uh, Simon Doherty says it's hands down the best film he's watched. It's truly beautiful. Uh, Daryl Minter Jr. saw it Thursday night and absolutely loved it. He's going to go see it again 3D next weekend. Sounds like you. And lastly, uh, David Delinsky said, woohoo, to celebrate Robert Rodriguez has a flair for well-choreographed violence, like from Dawn Till Dusk and Sin City, and kid-friendly action films like Spy Kids. Not knowing anything else, I was psyched when I first saw his name was attached. And that's a good thing, though. Going in with no trailers or anything, you just see, you know, Robert Rodriguez. Let's let's go watch it because it's Robert Rodriguez. Yeah, yeah. The friend that I uh, was watching it with, uh, she had not seen 
any of the trailers. And when she watched it, she was blown away. And she's like, best movie I've seen so far. So Yeah. But I said, I said this to you before. It's February, though. This is the time to release this because this is when the crappy films come out. You know, yeah. we're we're not into summer movies. That'll be like April. So we're going to miss your lovey-dovey films. You might as well get the action films out that you know can't compete in the summertime. And, That's you know, true, yeah. Get the eyeballs. Because this, as, as good as this film looks, I can't see it competing against a an Avengers or even a Toy Story 4 or anything like that. It's going to be, you know, it won't even be number one or number two at the box office. Right, right. So, yeah, make sure you guys go check out Alita Battle Angel in the theaters. And, of course, let's wrap this up. I want to thank Brian Lee for being here. And, of course, Brian, where are you found online? Uh, you can find me on Twitter or Instagram. It's Brian Says. And, of course, you can find us at sayitproductions.com slash sci-fi watcher for all our sci-fi goodness. Do a lot of stuff here. Check out last week's episode when we did the documentary for The Love of Spock. And uh, Tuesday night, we're going to do Sci-Fi Shorts, volume number five, where we do three new science fiction shorts, or not three new, three science fiction shorts that we find online, where we're going to geek out over them. And of course, Wednesday, we'll cover the latest Orville episode, and on Thursdays, playing catch-up on Rick and Morty. You want to get a hold of us? There's many ways besides the Facebook page, the Twitter page, and all that stuff. Head on over to our email at sci-fiwatcher at sayproductions.com, or drop us a voicemail, 774-327-2948. That's 774-32-SAY-IT. And you can always join us here live Monday nights at 8 p.m. Eastern. That's 12 midnight UTC at sayitproductions.com slash YouTube. Well, that's it for the special Monday edition of the podcast. And until next time, we hope you all have a good one.